Do you talk about it with your friends? Do you dare talk about it with your grandparents? The Sealed Section, talking everything sex for everyone. Hey Kai, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? That's good. I'm really good, thank you. Uh, so for any of the shaggers listening that don't know or haven't listened to the first episode with Kai, Kai and I, this is our second episode recording Boy. together and we've been following his journey as a transgender man, which has been exciting. So how, how have you been and how is the, how's the process going? It's been really good. Um, so I'm... Four and a half months in on hormones. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly been like the best thing I've ever done. Like I've been wanting this for years and now it's like finally happening. And it's like, it's really surreal because I never thought I'd like be able to do this. So I don't know. It's been really good. But um, yeah, I've just been, just been working heaps and um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good that you like you're really enjoying it and like you know that like yeah this is the right thing this is exactly what I needed and wanted which is awesome yeah there's always a black fear that you've like made the wrong decision but I know I haven't so that's that's no that's good yeah how um have like you been feeling like mentally like has has your confidence changed at all yeah like I my voice has dropped quite a bit yeah Um, it has I can tell a lot (laughs) um and it's really like at the moment it fluctuates a lot. So other times it's higher than others, but yeah. um, that was the mo- that was the thing I was most like insecure about. And I think now that my voice has dropped a lot, I'm more confident to speak to other people, yeah. like um, to speak to strangers. And like even at work, like I was always just like kind of speaking really quietly. But now I'm a bit more confident to like actually yell. Well, not yell, but like you know, <laughs> to yell at the customers just, like, when they come in. <laughs> Yeah, I work at a pizza shop, so, like, sometimes you have to, like, yell out things. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm a lot more confident with that. And, um, you know, I, like, am finally feeling myself. So, yeah, of course my confidence is going to go up, I guess. So, yeah, my self-esteem has gone up a lot um, and my mental health is um, pretty good in that aspect, I guess. I'm not, you know, before I started tea, I was very focused on getting on tea and, like, the whole like dysphoria and everything, but now it's kind of a lot of that stuff is getting a lot better and, you know, it replaces like dysphoria with euphoria moments. Like when I see little changes, I'm like, hell yes. So yeah, um, I've been doing good. Um, Have you found that the testosterone has affected your mental health at all in necessarily like a negative way or like you're like, Oh, I feel more, I know there's like the stereotype, like obviously like test testosterone, like an aggression and stuff. Like, have you felt any differences like in that sense? Um, the, one of the worst things is that I can't cry anymore. Um, so yeah. So you know how there's like that stereotype that men don't cry. Like it's actually the testosterone. Um, so when I do, yeah. And it feels, so it's kind of like, my, t- I think your tear ducts actually shrink a bit. Um, yeah. So when I do kind of like feel the need to cry, it either it just won't come out, um, or some tear. I'll get some tears out, but it like feels fake. Like it's like I'm just putting it on as if I'm an actor. Yeah. Um, and I can like stop it within two seconds. I'm like, all right, this isn't working. Um, so <laughs> in in the four months I've been on tea, I've not cried often, which is unusual for me because I used to cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, just going through something, 
Um, it's and I'm like also grieving at the moment, so I'm not. It's been weird to not be able to cry with that. Yeah. Um, so it is, and that's kind of I wouldn't. So with like the whole aggression thing, I wouldn't say I've been like angry or anything, but sometimes when you do, when you can't express your emotions and you can't cry and you can't feel how you used to feel like does turn into anger. Like I will kind of be sitting there and I'll be like, mm, like, why can I not? Like sometimes I do feel a bit numb and it's a bit, it's just a different way of reacting to things. Yeah, I think. of course. Uh, and I knew that was going to happen. I've heard other people talk about that, not being able yeah. to cry. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, what? that doesn't matter. But it, it kind of has affected me a little bit, but I, it's just more that I have to get used to expressing my emotions in other ways, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that'll be a process. Yeah, like that will take, honestly, probably years. Some people never know how to do it. Yeah, because, I yeah. mean, when you've been living in, like, a body with estrogen for 20 years and then yeah. all of a sudden testosterone, like, yeah, it's a big shift and it's a big difference with how you – like cope with situations so um yeah that has been a big thing but, but other than that I don't think there has been any other negative impacts on my mental health like as I was saying before it's mostly brought it up a lot um yeah. it's kind of hard to say because like I like a lot of people do like just have other stuff going on so it's hard to like pinpoint it but yeah is it I life or is it the changes yeah, yeah. it is hard. yeah exactly yeah um I mean, another thing as well is I've been so tired lately. Um, it's, I, I've researched it. It's like, it's a thing that happens. It's like a few months in, like really bad fatigue. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because like all of the changes, like my body is so exhausted mm. from all the changes. Yeah, it would through. be. Um, so I, I just nap all the time. Like I could get like a 10 hour sleep and I'll wake up and still be ready for a nap. Like it's, and I, I mean, I used to be a big sleeper anyway, but like this is next level. Um, but I, I have started working a lot now. I work like part-time, almost full-time hours. So that is a big thing too. But yeah. even on my days off, um, I'm just so tired and it's, it's weird, but hopefully that passes soon. Yeah. But, hopefully when your body like adjusts and things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can deal with it. I've taken out. It's fine. Exactly. Caffeine. Yeah. Load up on like Red Bulls. <laughs> Coffee. Red Bull, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So bad. Yeah, no. Um, have you what changes have you had since the last time we've talked from the testosterone? Yeah, so the last time we talked, I was only like six weeks on T, so there yeah. wasn't too many. Uh but um I can kind of just go like well you they can't see me, but yeah. I'll yeah. go like it's easy to remember. I reckon my eyebrows have gotten thicker. Yeah. Um and then I've I've started shaving, which is really Ooh, fun. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. Like, I had a bit of a mustache and it's coming back now because I shaved it. Yeah. Um, but I also had, like, some hair growing around, um, what do you call that? Like, my... Your sideburns, um, like, like, the side of your yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, a couple random chin hair. So, I've been shaving because it's growing in, like, patchy. So, I don't... Yeah. Like, that. It's like that so teenage boy up. stage where they've all got that patchy stuff and they really want to yes. grow up but they can't. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, and then there's obviously the voice um, that dropped a lot on my – so I've been taking videos, like, yeah. um, to, like, look back and it's crazy when I do look back. Mm-hmm. Um, so my voice is, like, the most noticeable thing probably. Um, and then body hair. 
like everywhere. I never used to have anywhere in my arms. It's like come in full force now. My legs um, everywhere. That's fun. Um, I think that's kind of it. There's like yeah. most other things are slow. Like I'll eventually get, it's not coming yet, but I'll like eventually get an Adam's apple and um, stuff like that. But I, oh, I think my face might be starting to square out a bit, but I can't tell. I mean, I don't know. I was looking at photos yesterday that I took pre-T and I, I do kind of look a bit younger. So I don't know. Oh, it's hard to tell. Take that. We'll take that. The secret to aging all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, funny. no, I, I think that's most of the things. Yeah, yeah, what um, changes have you, like, enjoyed the most out of all of them? Definitely my voice. Yeah. That, the biggest thing. Um, it's kind of funny. It, like, cracks if I'm – like, my voice can go real high sometimes. It, like, cracks and it's funny. Um, yeah. And, and the mustache, that was that was good. And then I yeah. shaved it because I want to see what happened. But, you shaved it. Yeah, literally. Um, well, yeah. isn't it like it, the more you shave it, the more it should like, the thicker it comes yeah, out? Is that cool. a thing? Yeah. So, I mean, that- but yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of grown back real patchy because when it first grew in, I think I already kind of had a little bit of hairs there. Yeah. So it grew in quite naturally. But now that I've shaved it, it's like going in patchy. And I'm like, oh, just come back at once. But yeah. It's not helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there, what's been like your least favorite change if there is one at all? Um, I don't know if these are really considered changes, but um, like, you know, how we mentioned the last one that I'm essentially going through second puberty and menopause at the same time. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of things with that that aren't really fun. Um, like I get real, I'm so sweaty now, like crazy amount. And like, it's, it's hard. It's hard at work. I, I'm so sweaty at work and it'll be just a normal day. And everyone's like, hi, why are you so sweaty? And I don't go around there telling everyone I'm on tea. So I'm like, I don't know. But yeah. that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the hot flashes, which comes in with that, I guess. Um, and then I'm not really enjoying the fatigue. Like it's it's hard because like I, I sometimes I will want to do stuff with my day, but I'm so tired. Um, but just stuff like that, which I don't think are really considered changes. They're just stuff that I'm going through right now. Um, also... Uh, for some reason, testosterone is like dried out my scalp, so it's like so oh. itchy. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the most annoying thing at the moment. I'm always itching yeah. my scalp. It like looks like it looks like I have lice or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, the, but there is not. I guess those aren't really considered changes. But other than that, like I haven't had anything that's irreversible that's happened to me that I haven't liked. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, like that does. Um. I guess like some people might think, oh, you've grown a lot of body hair. That can't be fun. But in a way, like, I kind of like because yeah. like, you know how like I used to just have body like leg hair, but now it's growing like all above my knees. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It just makes me yeah. happy. Well, no, that's good. Uh, and like if that's a feature that makes you feel more masculine in yourself and what you like desire, 100%. Like because yeah. like, yeah, no, it is definitely. Um, yeah. Have you noticed any differences in how you're being treated now as like a man compared to when you identified as a woman? Yes. So I. Well, that's shit. So work- we shouldn't be. <laughs> I did not think about this, but no, it's. No. Um, yeah. 
So I work at a pizza shop and yeah. I used to work at the same pizza shop in my gap year a few years ago. And then I left to Geelong and I came back. So when I first was doing, um, I was a delivery driver. When I was doing that, I, was, I had the long hair and was presenting feminine. And then now when I do it, obviously I look like this. So I've, it's such a small thing, but it's easy for me to see. And it's funny because I, I, it's really sad, but I reckon I get treated better as a man. Um, and it's weird, like the customers are always like, oh, legend or hey, mate or hey, buddy. Whereas when I was looking feminine, it was never, they would just be like, hi. Like no one would ever want to like talk to me. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird. I don't know. I don't know if maybe I'm more confident in myself and that's why people talk to me. But like I've definitely noticed that, and especially with like middle-aged men, like this, like they'll see me like, oh hey, hey go, mate. Um, and I just I reckon I do get treated like I don't know, people are more likely to want to listen to me, which is not like I'm not trying to flex on that, but Yeah, no, um, no, but I know what you mean. And like that's a it's a difference. And the fact that you can notice it. Chose like you know, yeah. there is something with that. There's something wrong with that, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks. I, I reckon- but it's also society. It totally is still yeah. like an issue. As much as you might, we might not notice it as much. I feel like an experience like what you're going through really would to highlight the gaps still there. Yeah, because I've experienced life as both. So I'm yeah. seeing, um, and same with like when I was delivering late at night. Um, there would always be the thought of, at the back of my mind that would be like, oh, what if some man comes up to me? But now I'm like, I just, I, I don't feel that at all, which I mean yeah. is good for me, but like it does yeah. make me really sad that that's how I used to think and that's how a lot of women think. Yeah, um, definitely. That is a thing I've noticed. And like when I used to take the trains and stuff, when I'd get off at the train station, I used to call my friends because it was dark and I'd be scared. But now yeah. I just don't feel that at all because I'm like, well, yeah. no one's got no one's going to fuck with me. And if they do, I'll be like, Poop. So, yeah, I mean, that's a really true point because I know uh, myself, obviously, like if I was delivering, like, like getting off the train late at night, like you, it's in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously dude, like there still are going to be dodgy people around just because I'm a man doesn't mean I'm extensive. Oh, yeah. But like, no. but you know what I mean? They're yeah, always, it's like, just women that do extra fun. fear. That's, yeah. you know, just taking the edge off that, especially because, like, obviously you can still be, like, mugged and stuff, but, like, it's just yeah, that. Nothing still happens. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, other than that, but, yeah, I just, that's the only thing I can really pinpoint is people do just treat me nicer, which is just weird, but yeah. I don't know. Um, are you able to explain what passing is? Because I know that's something you want to talk about and what it means to you. Yeah. So passing, um, it just means that you're um, passing as the gender that you're presenting as. So people are seeing you as the gender. So passing for me is that people are seeing me as male, they're gendering me as male, that's passing. Yeah. Um, and it's different for every trans person. Some Sometimes passing isn't as important to other trans people. But for me, I've noticed it really has been. Um, and... You know, someone asked me, like, why do you think that is? And I was like, well, I don't know. I guess it's just no one really wants to be perceived the way they're not. So when when that happens, I do really get down on myself. Um, but, like, yeah, that's what passing is. Yeah. Um, and I suppose if people are doing it, like, they're seeing you and going, oh, Kai, and, like, being like, oh, you're a man and responding to you in that way, it would you know, make you feel like, yes, I'm having these changes. It is working. I am being recognised for who I want to be. Yeah. 
yeah, no, it's very euphoric and I love it because I'm, I am passing a lot now. So it's, yeah. So when did you notice that people were starting to recognize you for who you were? Yeah. So it's, um, it's hard to tell because when I did start T, I was kind of, I, I moved back to Warnable and I didn't have a job for a couple of months, but when I did go back to work in December, so when I was two months on, yeah. um, I was noticing it straight away. Like the, when I was pizza, it, honestly delivering is the best job if you're trying to see if you pass because it's how <laughs> people talk to you. And it, yeah. honestly, and this is when I remember this is when we're still wearing masks. Um, and you know, I would get, like I'd go up to a door, I'd go up to a house and then they'd see me and be like, Oh, g'day champ. G'day bro. G'day man. And I like it with the mask on. I'd be like, like I would always smile so big and I'm still getting used to it. But I remember at the start, it was such a big deal because I did not expect and I, I also had, like, really low self-esteem. I did not think I passed at all. Yeah. Um, I was convinced I looked like a good So having all of that validation from random strangers really helped yeah. Yeah. Um, boost my confidence because it helped me believe, okay, I am passing. Like, I don't need to worry so much because at the start, I do remember every pizza, like, every pizza delivery I did, like every house I walked up to, I would always be like, okay, okay. Like, I'd, I don't know, I'd give myself a little pep talk for some reason. Yeah. Like, you got to pass, yeah. like, I'm doing this. Um, but I don't do that anymore because I'm a lot well, I'm a lot more confident in myself, which is great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, around three months in, I don't know what it was, but it was happening. And I get, like, all of the middle-aged men calling me mate. And um, I get, like, I've gotten champ and legend and, um, bro and man and all that stuff. So that's when I really know. And, um, and then I, I think around three months in, I was noticed that I was like passing over the phone. Um, a lot of yeah. people, like phone calls I was taking, they'd call me mate, which I know mate can be gender neutral, but I never got yeah. called mate before like that. Yeah. Um, and then even there was one time when there's been a couple of times when they would like, I'd hear them on the phone and be like, Oh, he's going to do this. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And like little things like that, they do make me so happy. And even like a couple of times, I remember one time I delivered to a house and there was this little kid and he goes, that's the pizza man. And I was like, yeah. I am the pizza so man. <laughs> yeah, I'm the pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose that, I mean, that's great. I suppose it also probably highlights something too, although you'll found that um, – people like labeling you as being like a positive thing and making you more confident for people who may be non-binary or, uh, you know, say they aren't, they identify as man, but they haven't had any testosterone or anything that the, the, the heavy focus that we have, especially here in Australia on like labeling people and saying, you know, I'd put, putting mate as masculine. Cause like it, it is like, although it is technically gender neutral, generally they call people mate or being like you know pizza man like they instantly put a label on everyone which although it's positive in your experience it can be like you know a negative a negative thing as well and I think it also just highlights how significant it is like our labeling that we put on people yeah like as soon as someone sees you they seem to just label you straight away yeah and right in my case, it's good because I am trying to pass as a binary trans, like not trans. I'm trying to pass as a binary man, but yeah. um, in other people's cases, you know, I really do feel for like non-binary people because they there's no real way to pass as non-binary, I guess, unless you're yeah. you're going to be switched on and gender someone as they them if before you know kind of thing. No one's really going to do that, and it sucks. But yeah, um, 
and like a lot of like I've been seeing a lot of like trans men who won't I, I do dress pretty masculine but there are a lot of ones who don't so then they don't pass and it's like yeah just because they're not wearing the most masculine clothing doesn't mean that they should be gendered as a girl but it happens yeah um, no, it does stereotyping in society I guess yeah no it is and like I think that's something that will take ages to change like it's just yeah. like ingrained I mean and that makes people as a like humans we literally as soon as we see something we try and categorize it and like yeah. you know put it into our little box to make it easy for us to understand so like mm-hmm. I can it's yeah. probably something that's innate in us however obviously yeah. we can grow out of that um yeah I mean some people aren't oh no you go oh, I was going to say, some people won't always have negative intentions with that. It's yeah. just kind of what our brain does. What, so. what we do, literally. As soon as you see someone, you instantly start labelling it in your head, like trying to understand yeah. what is in front of you, yeah. which can also probably be like safety. It's like if there's a snake on the ground, I need to know that that's a fucking snake. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know the last time we talked, you'd had really positive experiences with people so far, and it's honestly kind of sounding like the same. Has... Are people still responding really well to your, like, journey? Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't had – still haven't had any negativity. Um, Yeah. That's been good. Um, You know, I've – at work, I've been – there's quite a – like, so as I said, I returned to a job I worked at before, but there was a lot of new staff, like barely anyone that knew me from before. Yeah. Um, A lot of guys there, and they really just treat me like one of the guys, and it makes me so happy. Yeah. And they're all gendering me correctly. And I don't know if, if they've, like, looked me up or if they just gen- – if, if I'm just passing or what. But, yeah. um, no, they're all super nice. And even, like, there's a couple of people that did know me from before and they've just called me Kai straight away. And it's, it's – yeah. yeah, no. So I haven't – still um, – family's still supportive and everything. Um, so, no, I haven't had anything bad. Yeah. Well, uh, that's really good. <laughs> that's how yeah. it should be. <laughs> Um, so do you have any advice for those who are currently going through like the same experience or those who want to take that leap and begin the journey themselves? Yeah. So my advice for people that are already going through this is just to be easy on yourself. Like don't be too hard on yourself. And that's something I'm still getting used to, but like something is so simple with fatigue. Like I'll be so like annoyed at myself for sleeping so much. I'm like, you're going through such a big change. Um, yeah. and the thing I need to keep remembering is that everything is changing right now. I need to be a bit, not so hard on myself. Yeah. Um, so that's like, that's my advice for that. And for someone that like wants to go through this, um, honestly, I wish I had have just done it earlier. Um, yeah. and I know that's not possible for everyone and you might still be figuring yourself out and I'm not saying to rush into it, but I had figured myself out a little while ago, but I was, I just suppressed it and was in denial, which didn't help anyone. Yeah. Um, so I really wish I had have just like kind of realized earlier that it's okay and that this is going to make you so happy. Um, so I guess my advice would be if you're in denial, then like don't be. Like, that's not yeah. good advice, but like I don't know. I just wish I had have had someone like tell me it's going to be okay, like you've yeah. got this and then just do it. Yeah. Um, but I suppose it's also hard because you – although – going into it earlier probably would have been beneficial it's hard because if it wasn't like if it wasn't what you wanted it's just hard to like I don't know I feel like there's never going to be the right answer for like that like you just gotta if it feels right you just gotta do it even though but it'd be like fucking terrifying like I could could only imagine taking that first that first step terrifying yeah Yeah. very much uncertainty and 
I mean, yeah, you're right. You've got to make sure that you really, that it is right for you, hormones especially. Yeah. Um, because it like a lot of the changes are irreversible. So, I mean, I'm not saying a rush into that, but like, I guess mm. what I mean is like, once you know who you are, like try and get that ball rolling and don't just suppress it because yeah, you're going to sure. just grow clear. Yeah. But if you're still figuring things out, then take your time. There's no rush yeah. and you don't have to label yourself. You don't have to follow a certain timeline. But yeah. I guess what I'm saying is if you know who you are and you're still like you're just so down on yourself like I was, it, it really doesn't help anyone. So I wish I had have just yep. snapped out of that earlier. Yeah, no, that's completely understandable. I get that definitely. And like yeah. that would even just a simple thing is just changing pronouns and identifying something different would I can imagine just helping like get that process on the road and like and because like some people honestly only need to go that far they they don't you know that's enough for them yeah not everyone um, wants to or needs to go on hormones or anything but yeah um, and obviously not everyone gets the opportunity either because like we're lucky where we are actually is it like is it expensive is it covered at all by like the Australian government or is it all like like private like straight out of pocket yeah, so I um, if I need to get into an endocrinologist because if you go yeah. through them, you could get your scripts a bit cheaper, like yeah, a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, but the waiting list for them is so long, and I need like so when I first went to the GP, um, he told me about that and said that the waiting list would be very long. So I was like, oh, I'll just get started at least um, with him. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is like it's, it's not. So if you're just going through a GP, it's not covered. Um, it's like. $120 per shot, which lasts you three months. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's affordable for me. I'm very lucky to have yeah. that. Um, yeah, I need to go through an endo because then it, it does, it goes down to like, I don't know the exact price, but it but can go down pop. quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. not, it's not like covered by Medicare or anything like that without, yeah. without yeah, doing I d- that. I didn't think it would be because, yeah. yeah. And I imagine in a lot of other countries, I mean, it might be different. I'm, Europe's always so progressive and like so much further ahead than everyone else but then I can imagine people in like developing countries like how hard it would be especially if they don't have the money and the accessibility to to get access to those things yeah well in America you know they don't have they don't even have healthcare so terrible but you know what I mean but yeah Yeah. in America if they don't have their own insurance it can be very expensive and some people can't afford to do it and there's also in countries like I think it was the Netherlands I saw someone was saying that their waiting list for an appointment just to start tea was like was like a year or something. Yeah, like that's just crazy. to get into it. And but that I guess, would be, yeah. I was going to say that'd be so hard for people having to wait and you know the process is taking that long, especially when they just want to yeah. if they know it's right and that's what they want and what they need. Like that'd be so hard. Yeah, no, it's it's very different from country to country, and yeah. we're we're pretty lucky here. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, like there's not a lot of options. I guess if you're in Melbourne, then that's like the best place to be. But yeah. if you're in a smaller town, sometimes it is a little harder. Yeah, of course. And because like the travel, little... I imagine you'd have to travel. Do you have to, to get like your um, shots and things? Yeah, I've been still, uh, I've been going to Geelong because that's where I've started. Yeah. Um, I think I might be able to do it in Warnable, but I have to see. Well, I probably will eventually because I do want to see an endo to get the scripts cheaper. Yeah. But I don't know. I like doing it in Geelong because the nurses there, they know what they're doing with the shots and they're so lovely. And yeah. I guess I just worry if they do it wrong, it can really hurt. 
um, yeah. and right now the I see are doing mm. it fantastically. So oh, that's I, good. I, yeah, yeah, I just drive. That'd be fair. I I, I I actually remember in high school, pain tolerance wasn't the best. <laughs> so I can imagine a shot like that. <laughs> yeah. No, the first one, the first shot was really bad, but then the second and third weren't bad at all because I, I told him how bad it was and how like I also had a bit of skin irritation. So he was like, oh, I'll tell the nurse to like administer it differently, which I still don't know what it really means, but they've done that yeah. and it hasn't hurt. And oh, no, well, no skin. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it a lot easier <laughs> because I know needles, yeah. needles give me, I'm, I'm good with them now, but like. I just remember like my first blood test. I wasn't even because they're not even that painful, but I just I only spewed and passed out. It was oh, it was terrible. Yeah. The immunizations in high school. There'd oh. always be the couple that would be like in the corner crying. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> they're not nice. It's yeah, a needle. Look, a needle in the butt. It's not pleasant, no. and it's it's such a big needle as well because it's. Um, like what I'm taking is like slow releasing, like over three months. Okay. So they have to like, so it's a big needle. Like it lasts a while. It's in there so does it go in like the muscle or something then? I to think like, so. Ooh, ooh. I should probably know. But, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, no, like, I, you're I, just I, like, I, get it in me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've only had three shots, but I feel like I'm already kind of used to it. I know what to expect. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just lie there and get it over with. Yeah. So. Do you have to have shots for the rest of your life or can you have shots up until a certain point and then just take medication? It's a good question, Emily. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's different from person to person. Like, so you don't have to, you don't have to do it for the rest of your life if you don't want to. Um, yeah. Some people do. I still don't know what I'll be doing, but um, you know, you can, I could stop now if I want to technically, um, yeah. but obviously I don't want to do that. But, yeah, some people will stop after a couple of years after they've kind of reached all of the changes and yeah. they will stop. Um, I've seen I've seen a few people do that and they, they you know, the changes, are most of the changes are, like, irreversible. So it's not like they go back to how they were. But yeah. they say that some things, sometimes I think they can, like, stop growing their facial hair and um, their faces go all soft again and um, it's not really a big deal, I guess. Well, they, their periods will come back as well and... Yeah. Um, like that um so yeah but yeah you don't have to take it for the rest of your life or you can it's kind of up to the person yeah um yeah yeah. I don't know what I'll do we'll we'll see yeah I suppose and like you just won't know until you're living it like living in it and doing it do they get longer the appointments in or will they always be three months if someone wants to keep their shots up um I'm I haven't actually asked that but I'm pretty sure it's meant to be three months the one I'm on um I don't know. There's also like, there's a gel you can get as well. Yeah. Um, but you have to apply that every day. I didn't trust myself to do that. And it's more expensive as well. Um, Interesting yeah, how so- you can apply a gel and a gel does that. Yeah. No, we, we might not have talked about it last time, but yeah, there, there is a gel and you just apply it to like the certain spots you have to apply it to and like yep. soaks in your muscles. I think. Yep. Um, yeah, you have to do that every single day and you have to be really careful. You can't shower straight after and you can't, yeah. you know, you can't like let it rub up on anyone. Yeah. Um, so I didn't trust myself to do that every single yeah. day. And it's, as I said, it's a bit more expensive. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, think with the shot, I was just going to say like a shot four times a year is much 
I think it's four child. I've got my maths. As I said, the decline yesterday, I was like, I can't do maths. The longer I'm out <laughs> of school, I'm like, here, like, all right, quick maths. And I'm like, no, it's not quick. It's yeah. not effective. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it is like four times a year and that's yeah. like nothing. Yeah. Um, but we don't, I don't think this is done in Australia, but in other countries, they actually have the option to do the shot themselves weekly. And oh, a lot of people do yeah, that. I think I've seen that. Yeah. I reckon I've seen yeah. that on like YouTube videos. Um, people yeah. that will do it weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I can't imagine doing, like having to do it yeah. yourself. And every single week. Um, I don't know. But like, yeah, most people overseas seem to do that. But yeah. that's not, I don't think that's even a, an option in Australia for some reason. We just do the, the three month one, which yeah. works out for me. Like you, it's so good because you don't have to worry about it again for three yeah. months after you get it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, no, it's good. Thank you so much, Kai, for coming on and letting us see the insight into the past, like, three months, I think it's been, since, like, the last time we recorded. Um, it's really awesome to get to follow you, like, on this journey and see everything that's happening. No worries. Thanks for having me. Okay, Shaggers, you know what to do. If you have any comments, questions or stories, please send them through to the sealed section, either through my Instagram at the sealed section or through my email, emilyduncan at thesealedsection.com. Don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with when my episodes are posted. And please leave a review as I would love to know what you're thinking. So thank you, Shaggers, and I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.